Welcome to All About TRH, aka All About the Truth. On today's episode, we cover the premiere of The Real Housewives of Miami and recap Beverly Hills and our thoughts on Kyle and Mauricio's shocking dynamic as a couple. Hi, Chantel. Hey, Rexian. We're going to BravoCon today. I know. We're going to Bravo. Today is such a busy day for us <laughs> um, with us getting ready for BravoCon. But yesterday was Beverly Hills of Miami. So we have to talk about that. Uh, Chantel Charlie woke up today crying because she's like, I don't want you to go on vacation with Chantel. Oh, she knows you're leaving. <laughs> yeah. And I really feel like my husband kind of put her up to that. Like, it was just so out of the blue. I was like, I'm not going. I'm going to pick you up from school. And then she's like, no, I want to go in the airplane with you guys. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So she's, she's funny. I mean, you've I'm, never left them really for that long. I think you've left them for like 24 hours one time. So I know. It's going to be crazy. But um, and I haven't packed. Have you packed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, so. Oh, you're crazy. I, I'm not like that. I know. Well, okay. It's been hectic in this household. I've had to like make sure everything looks great and then do all the clothes and all that stuff so that this, you know, so my husband doesn't complain as much with me being gone. Like this is, this is also his first time. So he, um, like I, when he goes to like up North or something, it's hard for me. So I'm like, oh gosh, he's gonna die for sure. Uh, but anyways, what do we think about Beverly Hills, Miami? What, how was the premiere? Um, I felt like Miami had a, you know, a strong first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Beverly Hills is putting me to snooze. Um, except like I love watching the Kyle Mauricio stuff. Me I know too. people, I know people are annoyed by it because like they're like we already know it, but it's like no, I love the details. Like give me everything. Like I could watch their whole family the whole time. Right, I agree. Um, it's so funny because on Watch What Happens Live, Alexia was on it with Garcelle. And it is premiere night. They put Garcelle in the first chair, but Garcelle is more iconic. So they put Garcelle in the first chair. And Andy was like, so are you upset you're not in the first chair? And she's like, it's not that. She's like, but it is premiere night for Miami. So I did kind of think I was. Um, she's like, but like, she's like, I do feel like Miami kind of gets like the back burner. And I agree. Like, I feel like Miami gets like no promotion, no hype, no nothing. And to yeah. me, Miami is the best one, but Garcelle's so sweet and cute. And she got up and she's like, come switch with me. Like, you know, and Alexa was like, no, no. And Garcelle switched with her. And I thought that was so cute. Andy did say like he, cause, um, they were playing one of those, I watched it too. They were playing one oh, of those games. Yeah. And they were playing one of those games, like, um, and he said that there really is no rhyme or reason when it comes to first or second, and they always switch it up. Full of and shit. And he's like, it's, he's, he said there is, and he said it's not like, he basically was like saying it's not like it's like the first, you know, when you're you're sitting next to me at the re- reunion, you're in like the hot seat, like you have the most like going on, you know? He said it's it's different than like, he's like, we'll switch it up all the time for, for Watch What Happens Live. He's like, there's only three of us, you know? So he's like, it's not, he's like, we're all together uh-huh sure jan i don't buy it yeah all right so let's start with beverly hill so i love how dorit and erica legit got a picnic set up for a one-on-one like never on any franchise would any other franchise do this like imagine jersey melissa meeting up with Teresa, or melissa meeting up with margaret or just like one of those uh, like uh even on um like w- what else is going on orange county tamra and jen meeting up who would get a picnic set up for that? I know. She's so extra. But that's why I love Beverly Hills. Like, I love the externess. 
And um, so they meet up and, uh, you know, they it, it looks like Erica is very different this season. Oh, yeah. She her energy is just um, yeah, her energy is there. Yeah, so Erica says she needs to let go of fighting because she doesn't have many friends. And I wonder if Lisa Rinna was still on. Would we see this side? I could see production telling Erica also because we know how production works. Like, you have no one. You have to befriend everyone. And Erica's like, gosh, I have no other option. And, like, first off, this is my moneymaker, so I need to do this. Uh, Dorit says that her and PK were actually going through some stuff and that's why it was extra hard for her with what Erica said. But then Dorit opens up about when she was Christmas shopping, took $10,000 in her handbag and someone stole the handbag. Does she have the worst luck or what? I'm that's so- what I said. I said, Dorit's either very unlucky or just like questionable. Um, at this point, like, let's get a security guard. Okay. Let's, let's have them walk you around. Yeah, like, if you're going to sit there and, like, the whole thing happened at the house, like, I feel like I would be so self-aware after that. And why did you, I mean, I don't know how rich people are like that, but, like, why did you need to grab $10,000 to. In cash. Like. In cash to go Christmas shopping. I never have cash on me. Exactly. Like, I, my mom hates it because she, like, believes in, like, you need to have cash in case something was to happen to you. I'm like, mom, it's 2023. That's why we have. I always have cash on me, though. I always. I never do. Should I have cash for this trip? Absolutely. Like, what if you gamble? I don't gamble, but. Well, we're going to gamble. You're going to watch me gamble. Ew. Yeah. Um. I would cry if I gamble. Like, I would literally cry if I lost. It would ruin my whole fucking trip. So I can't even do that to myself. Um, so Garcelle and Sutton are throwing a surprise for Crystal's birthday. I was waiting. That's nice, to, but I was uh, shocked. That I was she's waiting 40. for you to say boring. I I know. Oh, but I'll tell you, boring when we go to the Crystal scene. I know. I well, I wrote. I still don't know how the hell Crystal is cast on this show. Same. And his, even I, Sutton, I don't get it. Even Sutton. I I really like. I like Garcelle. I no, think Garcelle brings sometimes, but Sutton. I really Sutton is very very popular. Sutton says what none were. Where what all the other girls are scared of. Sutton's also weird. That's true. And... But yeah, I do like those sides of Sutton. That is true. But I don't like her scenes by herself. Like, just only be on the scenes of the girls. Let's go. Right. I agree. Like, especially this whole, like, matchmaker stuff. She was very, it's very, like, it's embarrassing. Um. So, so speaking of Sutton, so she meets up with a matchmaker. And uh, she says that she never gets asked on a second date. Which, like, that's also, she owns it. Like, she knows she does it. And it sounds like she really is the worst person to date. She says she wants someone who is tall, dark, handsome, graduated from college. I was like, who cares if they graduated from college if they're paid and they're 50, 60 years old? Like, and, what? Yeah, like, what do you need them to be I was like, from college what? <laughs> she also doesn't want a man who, she wants a man who doesn't lead. And I was like, okay, good luck, Buttercup. Like, what? All these, like, things? No. So basically, Sutton's going to be single forever. I know, but like I think like I think she wants to make sure that like if they're leading, she's leading too. Like she doesn't want someone to control her. Right. Okay, no one's gonna control her with like her three hundred million dollar ass like lifestyle. Okay. Yeah. So she's good. They're out there. They're out there. I know. I know, I guess. We have a scene with Crystal and her brother and her husband, and I don't care. Boring. Like I literally do not care about this. I find Crystal's husband to be like cringe in a way i don't know what it is i find crystal to be cringe and i don't care about her brother so there's that um <laughs> i'm sorry i don't i'd rather watch the brother woman. though than the crystal and her husband, i agree so. and that's a problem 
So Kyle has like a new expensive car and they're on their way to surprise. Uh, I guess PK has a surprise for um, Dorit. Dorit asks Kyle about Mo and says that there seems like there's a heaviness. Dorit says, you know, she hasn't seen Kyle and Mo as a couple in a long time. And it's pretty clear that Kyle's making it obvious something is wrong. You know, first there was like headlines, but no, Kyle's making it obvious to everybody. Yeah, and, like, if you can't explain something to your one of your, like, really good friends, then you need to go talk about it or something. Because, like, she's, yeah. you can literally just, like, she was like, why would you think that? It's like, no, we know that we, we can feel it. And you there was headlines. Like, what's going on? Oh, my God, I wrote that. Yeah, Kyle says she needed freedom with space. Uh, and so, Chantal, did you see that Teddy basically implied that Mauricio cheated on Kyle? And that something happened like that earlier on with her and Edwin where she thought she couldn't make it? Yeah, I did see that. But I feel like that's not true. Well, I mean, listen. Teddy's not going to say anything unless Kyle gives her approval. That's her best friend, ride or die. But I hate this. To me, get in front of it. Because if Mauricio did cheat on Kyle, that changes everything. I don't feel bad for Mauricio. And I think Kyle should leave. But if he didn't, I think Kyle is having a midlife crisis and wanted an excuse to explore maybe this Morgan stuff or a different lifestyle, but get in front of it. So we could stop speculating. Once people get in front of it, we will stop speculating because we know the whole truth. Exactly. And you owe that to us. I mean, you went third, what? 12, 13 seasons uh-huh. having the most incredible relationship ever, never fighting on camera, never putting each other down, never getting annoyed to completely doing all that in two episodes. Yeah. And then like going on Watch What Happens Live and saying like he she was annoyed when she saw them holding hands. It's like what then what's going on? Like what's going right. on during his relationship? Yeah. So Sutton and Garcelle meet up and Garcelle breaks down. And I love their friendship. You know, I love that they both ask each other questions. There's so many friendships where it's like one-sided, where only one person asks a question. By the way, Summer House fans, I started rewatching Summer House because again, while I do clean the house, which is like 90% of my life. I need something as background noise. And I realized that Lindsay, me and Chantal would fight about Lindsay and how she is. And I realized that Lindsay is like a shitty friend and has, uh, thank you. She does have that tendency of being a shitty friend where she doesn't ask the friend anything. It's always about her. And I really do hate friends like that. Mm -hmm. So I like that Garcelle and Sutton, you know, have that type of friendship. Uh, it's, it's very, it's a very random friendship, but I like it. Uh, so Doree is not digging her anniversary at the Beverly Hills hotel. And I don't really get why Kyle's there. I mean, like I got it, but then I don't, but what's, well, I cra- think, I think she was just like the, the setup. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's crazy is in PK's confessional, he throws major shade at Mauricio, never be, being able to throw a surprise for Kyle. So that's another layer. Apparently he never does anything nice for Kyle. And now I believe their entire relationship was fraudulent. Like, they didn't have this love story, and they were hiding so many things. Yeah, or, like, it's like Kyle didn't care about those things. Like, she loved her kids, and she was taking care of the kids, and he was, you know, there. And, like, I don't know. Like, Well, and they were constantly doing stuff for their kids, like family trips. Like, exactly, it was just about their family. But then they had that. They were that couple. I swear, you guys, those couples who do the PDA and are always, like, hugging each other and, like, have their arms wrapped around each other. I swear, those are the couples we look at that were, like, "Mm, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I swear, because like that's exactly how they were. Um, uh, were you gonna say something? No, no. It was cute when Dorit spoke to her kids, and they were like, yes. "Don't stress, mom." 
I so cute. Kids. I mean, like yeah. the fact that like your kids have to know that you have anxiety or something. I know. I know. I mean, unless Piki was just like, you know, I'm sure you to told repeat that. it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not liking Dorit's hair. So she wore this red dress to be like pretty woman. And I don't know. She looks so different. I don't think I'm liking the dark hair. Do you? Yeah, I do think it makes her look a little bit older. This episode of All About Tier 8 is brought to you by Wild Grain. Wild Grain is the first ever Bake From Frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and pastries. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less, no thawing required. The team at Wild Grain just sent me a new box and so much delicious stuff inside. Let me tell you about it. I had all kinds of delicious breads and pastas, and when I cooked it, it was so delicious and tasted so fresh. What's also helpful is that I'm attending a lot of Friendsgiving, so I'll be sure to conveniently bring some bread and pastries that taste great, and most importantly, fresh. And you can now fully customize your Wild Green box so you can get any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries that you like. If you want a box of all bread, all pasta, or all pastries, you can have it. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash TRH to start your subscription. You heard me, free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash TRH. That's wildgrain.com slash TRH, or you can use promo code TRH at checkout. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. This time of year can be a lot, and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. You hear Roxanne and I talk about how much we have going on all the time. So with the holidays coming up and planning a wedding, I am super overwhelmed, and it is good just to talk about it with someone who can give you the tools you need to make it feel less overwhelming. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all the stress and change, something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, and to give you the tools to manage everything going on. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. You need to find the right therapist. So if you don't like someone, just switch it right away. You need to have that connection with somebody to really feel comfortable to talk to them and tell them anything that's going on. So find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash TRH today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash TRH. Yeah, it does. But that's like the hair that Julia wore, or whatever her name wore, Julia Roberts wore in Pretty Woman. There's a lot of hairstyles that look good on someone else that I, I can't pull off. So, yeah. And that's okay. When Okay, why am I like this? When they walked in for that performance, the whole time I was dying, and I would find this to be so awkward. I am the worst. Um, I like love, I would love surprises that like my man was doing, but I can't stand surprises that involve other people. So like, yeah, I would, right. I would die. Like I'd be like, oh, just me and you? Okay, let's dance to this. Like this is like, okay, well, I just can't. But I thought it was so nice of him. Like he really, they really do. Like this is why like, I I got I think I don't know I don't know which one I got more sad about but I just know you know Dorit adores PK and like he does too so it's like sad to see if their marriage really was to like go with them just having a like a rough patch right so it's Portia's birthday and Kyle is triggered by every single thing Mauricio has done he cannot do anything right he said hello love bean and she got triggered and I'm like again what the hell is going on like yeah so like this this kind of does seem like okay so he had to do something. 
I don't know if it's that he had to do something or Chantel. Like, typically when someone is in a different emotional relationship or cheating, they make it like everything you do is wrong. And that's why they got to a point of having this emotional relationship or they got to a point they want to leave. That's literally the number one step. Like, listen to any freaking podcast, anything. That's the number one step that they do when they are checked out. Um, it's so crazy seeing Portia all grown up. I remember that scene where Portia would wake up in the morning when she was a little girl and Kyle would serve her breakfast in bed every morning. <laughs> I love Portia. Yeah, it's so cute. Like, I, and it's also like, we're getting old, man. That's crazy. She's 15. <sighs> During Portia's party, Kyle's mother-in-law asked Kyle if everything's okay with her and Mauricio because she keeps reading headlines like something's off. And then Mauricio's dad is like, well, who started this? And Kyle says, you know, she walked outside with her wedding ring and people started speculating. And she's like, why is everyone saying this? But it's obviously true. And um, one thing I did like, I, I don't think she should ever get annoyed with her in-laws for that because her, like the, her, Mauricio's mom said, I asked Mauricio about this too. So she was like, just letting her know, like, I have yeah. asked Mauricio. Now I'm asking you, like, I'm being open about it, you know? And I, and I thought that's fair. Yeah. I, I don't think it was wrong that her, yeah. that she asked at all, like not at all. And they're very close. Is it, like, is it wrong place? I don't know. Like wrong time. It's like, okay. like But this is they have a you. very, very close relationship. So like, I know some people will be like, if my mother-in-law ever did that this is totally different unless you're super close with your mother-in-law um they have a very strong relationship and she's made it clear that she has a strong relationship with her mother-in-law and father-in-law but it's like the whole not wearing your ring so if there's like headlines coming out and then you don't wear your ring what do you think people are going to say so especially if you are someone like you guys i don't wear my ring so it's to me no one would ever speculate i don't wear my ring if they if she wears her ring then that's a problem to suddenly not weird and then there's like rumors about her yeah well it's just funny because like when you don't wear is when there really is something happening so it's like don't make up this excuse of like oh i was weight training yeah you probably were but like there's there's well because she's always worn it too yeah and there's headlines about her if if mm -hmm. you wanted to avoid those rumors and there's headlines already about you you're not gonna that's not gonna happen yeah um even when Mauricio puts his hand around Kyle, she is so checked out. Just their body language. And she's, like, grossed out. She moves away from him, and she doesn't want to be touched by him. So, again, either she's being cheated on or she yeah. is cheating. hmm Kyle then is upset that Mauricio told her something was, like, messy and to clean up, and then she spazzes. Again, we've never seen this with them. Um, while they were sitting talking about Farrah's fake tattoo and mentioning having tattoos, uh, I guess Kyle mentions how, you know, his, or Kyle maybe had asked Mauricio, like, your parents don't know about your tattoo. And he's like, no, they don't know. And that then causes Kyle to pull Mauricio's mom to the side and say, I got a tattoo. And it was just so awkward. And then she... It was like, yeah, Mauricio got a tattoo too. Did you know that? And his mom was like, no. And she tried to make a joke, but the damage was done. Like, she knew what she did there. Yeah. I think she regretted doing it that way. It was weird, Chantel. It's like this little teenager who's rebelling and who's like, well, I'm going to tell your mom that you got a tattoo and that I got a tattoo, even though we know she doesn't like this type of stuff. Like, just don't. It's yeah, weird. See, then it almost like does like it's like it, she's trying to get him in trouble for what reason? I don't know. I really want to know the truth. Like they really need to come out and say, just yeah. come in front of it so we could stop speculating and stop talking about it. It's so weird. I feel like when people don't, they want us to talk about it. Their kids are grown and their kids obviously are watching this and knows what the hell's happening. 
Yes. She then goes back to the kitchen and tells Mauricio that she told his mom he has a tattoo. And he's like, why would you ever do that? And I watched the Chantal and I can see Mauricio is literally shocked by Kyle's behavior doing all this on camera. Yeah. And I think that's like a, that's like a fair reaction anyways. Like if someone, like if someone said that to me, like, why would you tell them that? Like, that's weird. Right. Yeah. I think it was fair. Mauricio walks away and he's upset again. Um, but maybe and, what's but what, maybe what's not fair is like how they usually would be like, oh, we'll talk about it later and be like so nice to each other. Yeah, maybe people. they should have showed us how their relationship really was. I know. Um, so he's upset. He's like, you know, he walks away from her. And Kyle is now going and then she follows her and then she confronts Mauricio on camera again, knowing he's upset, bringing it up again. And it's like, okay, if you know he's upset and it's your daughter's birthday – why are you going up to him? This is something to have like a conversation at another time. Yeah. And it's like crazy. Cause you can see Kyle's like telling her daughters and uh, it, they're not saying anything, but they're aware of what's going on. Oh, for sure. And I'm yeah. sure, especially if you're uh, the one that, you know, Oh yeah. Of course. Oldest. The ladies are getting ready for Vegas and they're flying Kyle's private jet. Like again, I love this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Mauricio does work a lot, but girl, look at all this, you know, um but still i would take time at home yeah i think i think marisa needs to relax and you know hire a freaking ceo real quick and then you know enjoy your fruits of your labor but i do think he does put his family first like if he has something with work he's like let's all go like he does stuff like that but his kids are at a point where they're older and it's not as easy when they were younger to do that exactly so then that's when you have to pivot like you're gonna you're getting old dude yeah his veneers got to go i just can't all their veneers, Chantel. Like, 90% of them have veneers, and it's so gross. I know. It's, like, obvious, and it, I swear, it makes you look older. That's, like, how Margaret was, too. They all get Crystal a $3,000 necklace, which I guess I think was, like, 500 each. But that's pretty nice, because I feel like no one genuinely likes Crystal. <laughs> I thought that was nice. I really feel like Crystal gets off the show. Literally not one person would ever try with her. I don't I agree. Erica said she gave up fighting for Lent, and Kyle jokes that Erica is now suddenly religious. Um, Everyone and needs Jesus. I know. Crazy we're going to be in Vegas literally today, except we won't be in a 15,000-square-foot room. I want rich friends. I know. Why? Like, you know, I need rich friends who would do that. So, and then I just, like, am their guest. Rich friend check. Yeah, literally. If anyone wants to take us <laughs> there. Um. But yeah, that was basically Beverly Hills. Like the Kyle stuff was the most interesting stuff. But I, I am loving it. Kyle or Beverly Hills um had the highest ratings since 2020 as a premiere. So good for them. They deserve it. They're like real housewives that I love to watch. Yeah. I do think they need to like remove some people though. Like I'm still shocked that we're watching this like four years later and there still is Sutton, Garcelle, and Crystal. Chantel, you're crazy that you're saying Sutton and Garcelle. No, I agree. Sutton and Garcelle are literally one no, of the I, top two popular ones. I think it bothers me because um because of uh what's her name? Crystal's in know. it with them, you know, but I agree. I like Garcelle on the show and I do like Sutton like to get in the drama of things. No, like we need them and Crystal needs to go. She is yeah. the use the most useless character ever. Exactly. All right, Miami time, my favorite franchise ever. Okay. So 
Alexia, it starts off with Alexia throwing a party and she feels like the ladies left New York, which is the reunion, not in the best place uh, with everyone. And she's hoping everyone can get together and put things aside. And uh, Lisa, we can see in the beginning, she'll end up bringing her man. So we're excited to get to know him. But before that, Bravo flashes back to a week earlier with Todd and Alexia. And it sounds like they love each other, but their relationship hasn't been easy and they are having issues. I don't think they're going to divorce. They're just having disagreements. So they talk about the video that Anthony shared on social media. I already knew Alexia hated that he did this. Anthony actually tagged us and he asked us to share it. And we hear, or, or not Anthony, I'm sorry, Todd tagged us and asked us to share it. And we hear that Todd absolutely hates the show. He hates everything about it. So I, I don't think we're going to see a lot of him on the season. Um, and we find out at the end of the episode, we're really not going to see it. And well, you know what? Alexia put her foot in her mouth kind of, because I think was it at the reunion where she was like, if it's my marriage or whatever, like she would leave, like she would leave the show. Right. I Didn't know. She? She yeah. And say it's, that. yeah. And it's like, yeah, you, you say that now, but like if your husband is going to force you to make the decision, you're going to have resentment towards him. And 100%. She, it's kind of like going to, you see it, you're going to see it because if he's not going to do anything with you and you see all the husbands, you're going to get mad every single time. You're going to take that man as home. You're going to fight. And then you're going to just going to be like, Okay, I picked the show. So we're going to meet Alexia Marisol, and Chanel, we need to ask Alexia a question, especially yes. about all this. I think Todd apologizing was a good thing, and he owned it, and I do think people saw a different side. But I'm dying that all the ladies were like, bruh, that video was really long. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I was dying. But like, you know, I feel so bad for him because like the thing is, is like, yeah, like it's because like, it's like, he doesn't know this show, you guys. He really was coming from a place of probably like genuineness, whatever, if that's a word. And like, he's really putting it all out there. And like, and then here we all are, you know, we the way we all attack everyone else, like we're attacking this poor guy. And it's just like, I don't know. Well, no, in the video, he blamed production. Like he literally said, he was like, he's like, you know, I come on the show, production's like, are you going to stand up for your wife? Are you going to defend your wife? And he goes, and I fell for it and like he took accountability for it but he's like I fell for it you know they're in my head hyping me up right before and I fell for it like a jackass and that's not even my character to do something like this like I'm not involved the one thing I can respect about Miami and I talk about it a little later is they don't get involved in the woman's shit and that is the type of stuff I like so I think you know even him defending he was like I went too far in defending it you know but I think Alexia liked it but that's not his personality um, do you see how Alexia said to Todd, though, you better show up? And, you know, he obviously didn't show up. So I know. And that's what that's the part I'm talking about is like every time he doesn't show up and all the other men show up, you're she's literally going to die inside. It was it was his house, Chantel. I know, I know. I know. Imagine the fight they got into. Oh, everyone's my like, God. everyone's like, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking, I'm drinking Todd's, um, yeah, cigars. Yeah, I'm smoking cigars. I'm in his house. Like, this is crazy. Um, I love Larsa and Lisa's relationship. So Lisa's still wearing her wedding ring, but Jody seems to be fine with it. We hear more from Jody, and he, he, yeah, it is weird. We hear more from Jody, and he says it's hard at times hearing Lisa and the slutty stuff, but he does want to be there to support her. And Larsa's like, see, Lisa? And it is a lot, but he's also divorced. He gets it. I'm just happy Lisa has him during this time and that she has an understanding man. Yeah, because like she'd probably be running in circles um all the time and i'm sure right. lenny is probably so happy she's a guy right yeah back over at nicole's new home they are beginning a remodel because they sold their other home which was gorgeous by the way and i they love sold the- it to jeff bezos mom 
Oh, uh, did you say Jelf? What the Jeff. heck? You... Okay, wow. Um, wow, that's nice. Amazon, I, you know? Yeah, I would love to be the mom. Wow. Okay. I know. Um, well, I, I love their, like, the, the location of their house right now seems great. I love a corner lot, and then uh, the backyard, I think it looks like a really nice house. So, I, how do we get rich, Chantel? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> know, like, how do people have money like this? It's so crazy. Um, so back over with Larsa and Lisa, they're in, on this like huge yacht and Larsa's boobs looked odd in that swimsuit when she was sitting with Lisa. Did you notice that or was it just me? What I will notice is like Miami is like the number one franchise where they overdo the freaking plastic surgery. And I swear they overdid it the season two. It's like some of their faces are not looking okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Lar- and just, yeah. I mean, Larsa looks like a different person. She was so pretty before. I know. I just, her face looked, looked like, it almost looked like she did get a facelift or something. And it's like stretched. I don't even know. It's, it's, yeah. they're all like, even Nicole's, even though I think, and I think she's so beautiful and her. her face, yeah. She didn't look that great this episode. Yeah. It's like, what, what are you guys doing enough? Step away from surgeons. I know. I swear. Nicole and Gertie talk about the Larsa drama and how she called Larsa the fakest. Chanel, who do you think is the fakest out of that entire cast? Um, I don't think it's Larsa. I think Larsa tells you how it is. I, I think, think Larsa. It's Adriana. I, oh no! Yeah. Oh, hundred percent, Adriana. Yeah, she is. The yeah. Because to me, Larsa is just like Larsa can be very nice to you in person, and like probably like likes to be like that, like girl, like you, she's your friend, girlfriend, and then she's like randomly will say something, and then you get so mad. But I don't think she's fake. She'll tell you she said it. Right. I agree. I don't find her to be fake at all. Gertie says she did get a call from her doctor and she's just been stressed, worried on results. And we know that she did end up having breast cancer. So it was so sad seeing her be worried, you know, just like us, we're going to be able to watch the whole thing. And it's so sad. I know. I almost, I almost forgot that Julie was on Miami, but I do love seeing Martina. I like Martina a lot. Yeah. She, she, she's, she's okay. Right. Yeah, she was diagnosed yeah. with throat and breast cancer and conquered both. The cancer does seem to have given them perspective and just to focus on loving each other more because, you know, we have to live day by day. I just love that the ladies live in Miami. They can go to the beach like during lunch and it seems like they're on vacation during the day when they're not. Did you see Kiki um, Chantel? She looks so good walking. I know. She looks she great. She really is so beautiful. So Kiki, Alexia, Marisol, they meet up, and Alexia talks about the party she's hosting, but she won't invite invite Adriana because after things wrapped up at the reunion, Adriana did go on a press tour trying to make Alexia look bad, and she did. Like, she was – Chanel, remember, she's bringing up things to make Alexia get canceled and twist the narrative. And Marisol also doesn't want anything to do with Adriana at all. Um so let's see, you know, we're going to talk about what ends up happening with that. But I was dying when Lisa was talking about her deposition in her confessional. And then Lenny calls Chantel, I just side note. And oh she was God. like, can you Venmo me? I know she's Venmo me for those things. I was <laughs> dying. She's so funny. Uh, but Lenny, while you're at it, Venmo me. <laughs> I mean, did you see like how extra like their family was for Halloween where they posted, you know, him, his wife and the mom. And it's like, you guys stop it. Yeah, and, like, like that's so awkward. His mom is literally, like, his mom definitely just cares about money. Like, she just cares about money because she should look at her son and be like, this is, you're a grown-ass man throwing these parties, and your new girl is half-naked next to me. Exactly. 
Julia and Alexia meet up, and I guess Cardi B threw shade at Larsa for saying she had sex four times a day, which I am with Cardi B, and this is probably the only thing I'll ever agree with Cardi B, because I still don't believe that Larsa had sex four times a day every I think day. everyone, everyone, I think the internet went hate The dumbest him. thing ever. She better be giving Marcus all that, because, like, I don't believe her. Uh, we're going to ask Marcus one day when they're all <laughs> broken oh, up. Oh, God. kidding. Anyways, Julia tells Alexia she wants to just have fun, and Alexia says she's hosting this moving forward party and that Adriana isn't invited. And Alexia kind of threw Marisol under the bus, though. She was like, I'm not inviting Adriana because of Marisol, but it sounds like she has a big issue with Adriana, and she's not been able to get over it. It's not really because of Marisol. Uh, Alexia says that she doesn't trust her, um, and then Alexia says she'll have eventually have a conversation with Adriana, which that's what Julia wants. And then 24 hours later... We do see the conversation where Adriana walks in with a white flag, and I guess that's a sign for peace. And Deadass wears an outfit with peace signs everywhere. No, no, this was this was like extra in a bad way, and I'm like, stop yeah. it, you're embarrassing. Literally, Alexia says she wants to be in a good place, and Adriana says in 13 years she has never done anything to hurt Alexia, and Alexia is like. But in the last couple of months, you've really hurt me. Adriana does say, you know, when I hurt you, it hurts me. And I kind of felt that. And they both apologize to each other. So Alexia is being really the big person and invites her to her party. I will say Alexia got a lot of backlash for how she was last season. So I feel like that's also why Alexia is, you know, trying to maybe change her image. It, it does. But to me, it does make Mirasol look so much worse then. Because if Alexia is allowing to let things go, Mirasol's not. Yeah. And they're, like, doing these things. It's going to make her, it's gonna make Mirasol just look like the odd man out. Which you right. don't want to do with your friend either. We have to ask them to come on our podcast. And yes. be like, yeah. I think Adriana handled everything well at that moment, but we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, Alexia calls Marisol and tells Marisol as they're getting ready that Adriana's coming and Marisol doesn't want to come now. And Alexia breaks down and she's like, I need you. Todd didn't want to be here. And the show has really gotten to Todd. I just feel like he thinks he got wrapped up on the drama and he's not that type of guy. So he feels like an, a loser and he's over it because for him to not be at his own house is a big statement. And, uh, you know, Alexia says that Todd doesn't want this apology video to be brought up. He was probably, like, super impulsive sharing it publicly. Um, Todd says that none of those people are her friend or his friend. And, I mean, it's true. If the show got canceled, the only person that would probably talk to Alexia is Marisol and maybe Lisa. I agree. Because once the show wrapped up, they really all didn't have a relationship after that, except Marisol and Alexia. And at, on occasion, Lisa. So, yes. Kiki, Adriana, and Julia are on their way to Alexis's party, uh, or Alexia's party of moving forward. And then Adriana barely was going to get an invite, and now I understand why. Adriana literally goes on a rant in the car talking shit about Alexia, saying she thinks she's above, saying Todd enables her to feel that way. Meanwhile, they literally just made peace yesterday, so why are you coming if you feel this way? And why did you have a different tone with her yesterday? You're just a jealous, bitter person. Like, so sorry that wow. now she has money. So, like, what, that makes her a different person? Well, that she thinks she's better than you? Like, she's never once made it seem like that way. And the flaunts it. No. Well, she then Adriana then says that Todd's not wealthy. And I did appreciate that moment, Julia being annoyed with Adriana, because she's literally going backwards. And Alexia was so kind to her yesterday. The day Wait, before. she said Todd is not wealthy. I thought she she meant that, like, Herman wasn't as wealthy as Todd. Like, Todd no, is No, she said, oh. she's like, Todd's not even wealthy. Oh, I thought she was making it seem like like her other husbands because like no. Julie, Julie, Julia was like she's always had you know always had money. No, she literally said she's like Todd's not even mm. wealthy. Yeah, 
We find out, by the way, that Jody is living in Adriana's old house that she and her son grew up in. And isn't it crazy, Chantal, how we can live in a house, create memories, and someone else will live in it one day and create their own memories? Like, how I mean, sad. I know, but I just think it's crazy that, like, it's they're in the same bubble now. I know. When Frankie met Jody, he calls him Joey, and I just died. Did you notice that? Oh, no, no. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa was like, Frankie, this is Jody. He's like, hi, Joey. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> but it's like, all right, Frankie. I don't know. I thought that was funny. Those stuff are, and he didn't correct him or anything, but it was just funny. Um, Larda, or Larda. <laughs> Larda. You look like you're being the one. No, no. Larsa right away asked Gertie about her being fake because she wants to get right in front of it. And Gertie says Larsa is very dismissive. Larsa says she's never been fake or spoke about her on social media or ever. And Gertie is like, you're getting aggressive. Larsa's like, I'm matching your energy. Lar- Larsa's quick with it. Yeah, Larsa wastes no time. That's all I got to yeah. tell you. Yeah. But the thing is, is that Gertie is just like, it's one of those like cases where once they see the show and they see confessionals, it's like they can't let it go. And like, they yeah. just like harp on it. And they're like, you did this, you did this. And it's like, maybe she thought like it was a big betrayal, but it's like she barely said anything about you. Yeah. It's interesting that Julia says, um, so they're all sitting down and, you know, they, they bring up, uh, like Alexia has a speech. And um, it's interesting because then Julia says Marisol is the problem of the group because, um, you know, she doesn't let things go. But it's like we just watched a scene of Adriana literally not letting things go as they drove to Alexia's house. To me, it, it's like, oh, yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I think Julia is too much and it's like almost like it's almost like Adriana and Julia sat down and was like let's make sure we go after one person let's go after Mirasol let's do it let's because like they probably knew that Mirasol is the hardest to crack and it's like they can't wait to just come come at her her name's Adriana oh what did I say Adriana that's Teresa's daughter's name oh (laughs) you keep saying that I feel like you kept doing that with her no I kept saying Adriana and you're like Adriana (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm saying like last year. I think you kept saying Adriana or something. Oh, oh yes, weird. yes. I, you're so right. I totally did. <laughs> um, yeah, but Julia like is going so hard, and Alexia like was not really having her back. And I kind of felt like Alexia should because again, Alexia had problems with Adriana too. Um, by the way, side note: I do love Marisol's confessional look. Do you? Um, I think even her, she just like something's something's going on with her faces. Okay, Chanel, her faces always look like that. No, no, like I'm telling you, it's like a different, it's a different thing. Like it's like they're they're doing too many like CCs or injections. No, I think her face always looked like that. Um, she looks good. Like she looks, she looks. Pretty. I like her outfit and her like. I, I thought she looked cute. It's funny because I don't feel like I'm seeing her um, with her drink as much, like slurping on her drink. So that's interesting because that's what she did all last season. But anyways, so when they're all fighting. Um, uh, like the men do get up which i thought but was interesting when they were yelling at mirasol though if you paid attention to her husband her husband's face was like what the f like I what know. are you guys saying it was so crazy it's so cringe like just like having to sit in that situation and like seeing your wife get beaten up with words i couldn't do it everyone is asking where todd is and i can only imagine you know again the fight they had following this night but i was surprised with alexia being so honest about why todd wasn't there you got to respect that she was honest like to be honest my ass would have covered for my husband and been like something happened you know really personal so couldn't be here he's so bummed out and she was like um 
you know, uh, yeah, we're not going to get divorced. Ha ha ha. And I'm like, what the fuck is she doing right now? Um, I do believe Alexia really wanted a fresh start and she does. So how it all gets started, because we didn't explain this correctly, is that she thanks Marisol for being there. And Julia is like, well, you didn't want to be here. And I'm trying to heal my best friend. You're trying to harm Alexia. And Marisol wanted Alexia to step in. And Alexia is like, she can handle her own battles. And I was like, oh, my God, Alexia. Um, but I, I feel like again, Alexia, you know, should have been like, no, she isn't putting me in an uncomfortable position. And Julia's like, you crawled here when you knew we were all going to make peace. And I was like, damn. But again, I like that the men like Anthony, who he started seeing this, he wanted nothing to do with it. So when the guys, you, you know, cause Chanel, New Jersey, they all get involved. They all have an opinion and it's like, gross so he gets up and then all the other guys follow him. And I like that. And I love that Marisol's husband even walked out. Because what good would it have done if he got involved? Like, what would it have done? Nothing. He These guys can't go up against these women. And if they do, they might come off looking bad if they say something harmful. I appreciated uh, Gertie, Steppy, uh, Gertie stepping in and saying, do you guys thrive in this disgusting environment? Enough. And obviously, we know Gertie's going through something right now. But... um. I was that. But it is a lot. It was just like, it's yeah. like the minute the party started, it's like, boom, 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 shots fired. Julia, like they she it, goes it was, too far. It's awkward. Yeah. It's, I, it was like, Julia's like just always looking to be like super aggressive. And you're defending someone who's like not even defendable. Yeah. Um, Gertie is going through something and she doesn't want to be here anymore. And she tells Larsa she's going to need her. And Lisa's like, bro, is everyone getting divorced? And because uh, I, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's Gertie's right to tell everyone uh, when she's ready, but she had just processed the news yesterday, the day before. It's so sad because they don't know that, you know, one day before she finds out that she has cancer. And I just thought that was heartbreaking. She doesn't, at this point, she doesn't know that it is cancer 100%. She just knows that something is wrong. No, no. She does know it's cancer at this point oh. because the day before she went on a picnic with her husband. I know, but the picnic didn't seem clear to me. The picnic seemed like, you know, they were just still a little bit hopeful. And she's like, I don't want to say the C word. I don't want to say it. So it's like, maybe she doesn't know yet. She like, had she said she her. got a phone call, though. She said she had got the phone call and she can't believe the news and she wasn't anticipating to, like, do. Yeah, and I also think that doctors don't tell you that you have cancer over the phone. They told my husband he had cancer over the phone. Oh, wow. Yeah, my husband was golfing, and they called him, and they told him, and, like, he always talks about the moment. He was golfing with his buddy, and they called him, and they said, you have cancer, and we need to make an appointment. Oh, wow, that's crazy. Okay. Yeah. So, but I don't know. Maybe, like, she it still wasn't confirmed for her, but they absolutely do tell you over the phone. So, yeah, it's crazy. But loving Miami so far. I think a lot of you guys do DM us. I'm going to have to respond to all our DMs before we go. But a lot of you guys do DM us and ask, like, when should we watch Miami? You should watch Miami when this new season came out. So I think it got canceled after season three. So you should watch Miami season four, five, and six. And that's when you should watch. Um, You do not need to watch it from when it was on in 2013. But you guys, we have so but much. You should to see the dynamics if you want to. No, I feel like, but a lot of them didn't even come back. Like the the head. But then you get to you get to see what, how Adriana and Alexia are friends. You get to see how Larsa and yeah, Lisa. <laughs> I feel like the way they say it though in Spanish is like Adriana. 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> maybe. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We have a lot to get ready for BravoCon. We promise we are going to let you know the interactions, like how each panel was. Like we, I, I, I have a charger, Chantel. So, um, and I think it does both my iPhone because I have the 15. So it, it does my plug and it has your plug, Chantel, because we have oh, different nice. plugs. So we'll see, because I know you didn't get a charger. No, I think I'm picking up one up for my friend, and she has, like, the one that, like, um, like charges, like, four different times. It's nice. Okay, good. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next week. Uh, make sure you're on a lookout at allaboutTRH.com. Laura will be running stories from BravoCon. Instagram at allaboutTRH. Um, also, we'll be sharing stuff on allaboutTRH podcast Instagram. I'm sure we'll be doing stories. So we are super excited. I do want to say something, Chantel. So I'm on that BravoCon Facebook page and there's so many people who are on the plane right now and they're like, oh my gosh, I see Crystal and, or not Crystal, Candace and Ashley. And I see Captain Jason and Chantel, we're going to see nobody on our plane. Because, <laughs> Literally nobody. Like we're in freaking Michigan. I wish, but um, yeah, I just had to say that. But. It is like a, like, it's a lot of people. A lot of like, um, like cast and Bravo. Yeah, stars. like imagine because yeah. like it's like literally all of Bravo. I know it's so crazy. And like those other shows have like not just like six ladies; they have like twelve people. I know. I'm excited. Like, but... like, um, Below Deck has like thirteen people every cast. Yeah, that's so true. But like, watch some of them. We're gonna like walk by them. Have no no idea who they are. Oh, we're totally not. We'll see. Like how Summer House is like Martha Vineyard. Like, what is that? <laughs> I tried watching. Yeah, no. Uh, and I'm kind of like, there's like any below deck with Captain Sandy. I don't like Captain Sandy. She bothers me. So I don't watch that anymore. But, um, but I love me some Captain Jason. Yes. So we'll see. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye, guys. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. Bye.